0: The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank. With the ICC Women's T20 World Cup underway, ComBank are backing the Aussie cricket team and a bid to break attendance records at the grand final on the 8th of March. So come on, Aussies, come on, head to t20worldcup.com and buy a ticket to a game in your city. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Wednesday the 26th of February. In your Squiz today, the expected impact of COVID-19 on the Australian economy, Energy Company pulls out of mining the great Australian bite, reactions to Harvey Weinstein's convictions, and valet Catherine Johnson. This is your Squiz today. Starting with COVID-19 today, Claire, the Prime Minister and Treasurer spoke yesterday of the expected impact of the coronavirus on the Australian economy. While Australia's proactive measures means we're in a relatively good place when it comes to the containment of the virus, the government is starting to sound warning bells on the impact of the disease on our bottom line. The promised budget surplus looks to be in jeopardy.
1: So Treasurer Josh Frydenberg and Prime Minister Scott Morrison certainly wouldn't say that yesterday in exactly those words, but uh, they did utter the word impact about 35 (laughs) times in that press conference yesterday. So when it comes to the economy, it's certainly something that they're looking at. Josh Frydenberg yesterday said that the impact of the coronavirus is expected to be greater than that of the bushfires. And of course, all of these things, whether it's bushfires or coronavirus or drought uh, or whatever it is, there are headwinds for our economy. That means that hitting a surplus is going to be a very difficult thing for the government to achieve.
0: The number of cases continues to rise globally. China has delayed their National People's Congress and countries like Japan and South Korea are massively stepping up their containment efforts.
1: There's a real concern that the virus really is taking hold in some of those areas. Uh, Italy, there's been seven people who have died there. The government is issuing warnings to people not to panic by, but there's certainly a sense that something's happening there. In Iran overnight too, the head of its coronavirus task Force, who's a member of parliament and uh, one of their assistant health ministers, came down with the virus. So that came after a press conference where he said everything was fine, but it really isn't there.
0: Globally, the number of cases passed 80,000 yesterday. The World Health Organization is still stopping short of declaring it a pandemic. Reactions to Harvey Weinstein's guilty verdict came thick and fast yesterday. The case is a significant part of the Me Too movement. The CEO of Time's Up, Tina Chen, said it marks a new era of justice for all survivors, Claire.
1: Yeah, others said there's certainly still a long way to go, that there's a lot of victims of Weinstein and others it's not over by any stretch.
0: Meanwhile, the lone voice in Harvey Weinstein's corner came from the publicist of sex offender and disgraced comedian Bill Cosby, who's currently in jail. He asked via Instagram, where do wealthy and famous men go in this country to find fairness and impartiality in the judicial system? Weinstein was rushed to hospital with chest pains after the verdict was handed down. He'll be sentenced on the 11th of March and his team have already lodged an appeal. There's a bit of news in leadership circles for a few countries, so let's whip through them, Claire. First up, Malaysia's 94-year-old Prime Minister resigned, only to be reinstalled as interim PM. I know Malaysian politics is a favourite of yours. What's that about? I love a bit of Malaysian politics, and it doesn't get
1: much more dramatic than what's happened there in this uh, early part of this power moves. Yeah, part of this week. So what's happened since the start of this week is that um, Mahadia has really blown up the coalition that he formed with Anwar Ibrahim. There's a whole lot of history between those two men. Basically, their relationship has dominated uh, Malaysian politics for decades. But really, it seems that now that Mahadia has been reinstated, uh, it's all about just moving forward on his own.
0: And then East Timor's Prime Minister Tao Matan-Ruak has offered to resign.
1: There's been really a lot of uncertainty in their politics with uh, parties finding it difficult to form a stable coalition and the latest coalition formation has fallen apart. We really need to see whether the president there will uh, give someone else a chance to govern or whether another election will be called.
0: And Egypt's former president Hosni Mubarak has died aged 91.
1: He was ousted in the Arab Spring protests of 2011 after being the leader in Egypt for more than 30 years. Uh, He was someone who was very pro-American and he was anti-extreme Islam, but citizens of Egypt certainly have a very mixed view of his time in office.
0: There's plenty of links to all of those stories in the Squiz Today email if you'd like to read more back home now and Norwegian energy giant Equinor has pulled out of plans to start drilling for oil in the Great Australian Bight. They were given the green light to go ahead only weeks ago Claire so why the change of heart?
1: They wanted to go there to explore those oil fields, and that was what the approval was for. They say, though, that it doesn't stack up commercially now that they've run all the numbers. Uh, There was certainly a growing protest movement against Equinor's plans there. People like uh, Mick Fanning and Lane Beachley uh, were protesting off that great Australian bike coast in South Australia. Uh, The government said it was disappointed that it's not going ahead with that. Of course, there's all sorts of royalties that come to the government government coffers when those projects go ahead there were a thousand jobs slated for that project as well but certainly environmentalists are happy that that's been um, hit
0: on the head. Greenpeace called it an incredible win. It's report card time for Aussie students or maybe more for their teachers with the final results of the 2019 NAPLAN tests released yesterday. There are a bunch of tests sat by students in years three, five, seven, and 9 to test skills in literacy and numeracy. There's been some slight improvements.
1: The head of the curriculum, um, David DeCovello, said that there had been improvements over the decade since NAPLAN testing started uh, in numeracy, in reading and in spelling in certain cohorts. And, of course, it's something that's under a lot of scrutiny about whether we are actually improving particularly last year uh, when a big international report came down showing that we were sliding in the world rankings when it comes to our education standards. Dan Teen really is taking this up with his state and territory counterparts. He's the federal education minister uh, saying that the curriculum needs to be overhauled again. Uh, Tanya Plibersek wasn't so flattering of the results. She is Labor's education spokeswoman. Uh, She said that too many kids are falling behind and that's what these tests show.
0: We know education standards and funding as well is a topic that interests a lot of people. So we've delved into it for a Squiz Shortcuts episode. We look at how our education system works, where we rank internationally, as well as the debate about how to improve our education standards. You can find that Squiz Shortcuts episode in your podcasting app, and I'll put a link to it in the episode notes as well. And finally, before we head off, Claire, mathematician Catherine Johnson has died aged 101. She was a real pioneer. She worked at NASA in the 60s. People probably know her from the movie Hidden Figures.
1: An incredible pioneer. As you said, she really was groundbreaking. She wasn't the first black woman in that program, but certainly she did a lot to pave the way for many who came behind her. And she was recognised by Barack Obama when he was president with the Medal of Freedom in 2015.
0: Head to the Squiz today email if you want to read more about her. Claire, what's the song lyric you've got stuck in your head that relates to the news today? I've gone for
1: cool in the gang, so a bit of, you know, funk. Sure. Uh, you want to get down. That makes me think of the economy. I don't think it wants to get down. <laughs> don't I don't think Josh Frydenberg wants it to go uh, down, no. but it, it's, it's, heading, it's heading in that direction. Well,
0: put a bit of funk on. Cheer yourself up. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's all from us today. Don't forget to check out that Squiz Shortcuts episode on education. And also, if you do have um, kids or you're a teacher, check out our news podcast, Just for Kids. It's a seven-minute wrap of the news headlines delivered kid style. You can find that by searching Squiz Kids in your podcasting app. Have a great day and we will talk to you tomorrow. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed.